For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Spending some time reconnecting with nature this summer? Here's a camping hack from L.L. Bean to make your next trip the best yet. Tired of your tent mate's flashlights shining in your eyes in camp? Bring an empty half-gallon milk jug or clear water bottle. Simply strap a headlamp around it, and it becomes a soft white lantern for everyone to see the light. For more camping hacks, visit youtube.com slash L.L. Bean. L.L. Bean. Be an outsider. And boom goes the dynamite. It's Tuesday, and you know what that means. Kevin Ely and I are back with another brand new episode of The Boom. We weren't back last week, though, because not enough of you subscribed to our Patreon for $5. (laughs) None of that's true at all, but let's say it's true. Yeah. And we'll get to that in about 15 minutes. I'm your host, James B. McDaniel. Kevin, how's your week been? How how have your last two weeks been? Two weeks. It's good. I went down to uh, South by Southwest. Just living the dream. Uh, I I uh, hung out with my other McDaniel. That son of a bitch. Uh, which you chided me for, yeah. Yeah, he's picked another. I don't McDaniel know. If, I don't know how close with. that guy. I don't know how close that guy knew how close it came. Well, no, he doesn't know how close it came to getting a taste because there yeah. can be only one in the clan McDaniel. <laughs> The clan McDaniel. Let me tell you that right now. But uh, I watched two weeks of AEW material. I know we're Mm -hmm. largely only going to talk about this week. And let me tell you, Kevin, it was hot garbage for the most part. But (laughs) there's some stuff I'm looking forward to that I think might happen. Puppet Up's looking forward to it, too. She's squeaking out her consent as we speak while murdering her toy. Um. Did you get to see Evil Dead Rise? I did not get to see Evil Dead Rise. I did get to see the U.S. premiere of John Wick Four. Ooh, I've got it. I've got. I let's see. I've had tickets to John Wick Four, a ticket, for four weeks, and every Thursday, I think it's tonight. And, but now, <laughs> finally, it'll be the, it'll be finally. tonight. This Thursday, right? This Thursday. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to talk with you about it because I walked into and, that. It was a secret screening. Uh-huh. that I managed to get tickets to. And I have to confess, I have never seen a John Wick movie before. Oh, John my Wick God. Film. Yeah. Went John, in totally cold. I had no clue what was happening. Right now. Yeah. John Wick is the easiest franchise in the world to understand if you've seen the first one. John Wick is a guy that starts out and th- this is for everybody. This is for everybody. This is a sport. Mm-hmm. This is how the show starts. Mm-hmm. Starts out, this man has, has buried his wife. His wife mm-hmm. has passed away. Three days later, a gift arrives at his front door. It is a dog that his wife bought him before she died because she knew he would be lonely. He runs mm-hmm. into some Russian gangsters, pisses them off because he won't give them his car. They come to his house at night. 
they kill his dog and steal mm-hmm. his car. And then John Wick tears up his basement, digs out his guns, because he's the greatest assassin to ever live, but he's given it up for his woman. And then the next four movies, the next, well, the next two at least, are literally the next few days as he tears through all the greatest assassins on earth because they killed his dog. For me, an, uh, just a, an emotional joy ride. Pure catharsis. <laughs> I love the John Wick movies so much. God knows I'm the four is going to be any good. It, you got to uh, watch one. One is great. The other two, they're fun. Not to build it up too much, but it may be the best pure action movie I've ever seen. That's fair. Now, that's fair. That's, that's after seeing a premiere with 1,200 screaming fans cheering for everything as if it were, a, you know, a, you the know, greatest a thing show. to slice bread. Yeah. And with Keanu now, in attendance. And you saw this before the death of our dear concierge. Yes. From yes. Fringe, from Lost, from Bosch, from every TV show I've ever loved. Um, yeah. Man, he's great. Lance the Wire. Reddick? Yeah, Lance, yeah, I think Lance Reddick. I didn't, I could, my brain did not have the name. Yeah. Thank you very much. He, uh, um, yeah, he, uh, that, yeah, that was days before that. So, okay. Uh, and he was not there for the premieres, just Keanu and uh, the director. Um, I see, but he was fantastic in John Wick four. And I think people who are mourning him will appreciate, uh, his role in it. John There's Wick's a, a great Donnie role Yen's for in Keanu it. Reeves. What's that? Yeah. Donnie Yen it's, is in it. Oh yeah. 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 It's a great role for Keanu Reeves. Cause he doesn't have to have much range in it. I'll say. No, no. He, zero, he's zero like, range. They're like, do you need a gun? Yeah. 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 That That's was all his he's first line do. in the movie. That's me coming in cold, absolutely not knowing the jokes, anything. I was lost for 20 minutes because everybody is, you know, oh, we were brothers. We've known each other for 20 years, but I'm going to have to kill you now. Like, yeah, you know, everybody is all simultaneously blood, you know, packed till you die. And also I may have to kill you at any moment. So it took a little <laughs> while for me to get acclimated. And But Keanu's first line was, yeah. And the entire theater erupts in <laughs> cheers when he says it. And I'm like, okay, I'm in. But it was fantastic. Oh, I recommend fantastic. it to anybody who loves, uh, Would you, you know, say if you like watching movie. fake fighting, this is a great, yeah. yeah. It's almost three hours long. Uh, oh, and it does not wear out. That's it's exciting. Yeah, All right. it's, it's very good. Now you've got to go back and watch the first one. And you'll see what yeah, the hype well, is about. I will. I will. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. I haven't been to South by Southwest since I don't know how long it's been. I was there for the Veronica Mars movie premiere, which was a whole lot of fun. Pants came off. Not mine, actually, but (laughs) cast members' pants came off. So that was very exciting. Um, All right. I guess we should talk about wrestling. I don't necessarily want to, having watched it, but uh, let's talk about it. (laughs) Where do you want to go first? All right, let's hold on. let me catch up here in my notes. Let me get them aligned with yours because you okay. you take excellent notes, my friend. As always, my notes are very loose this week. You can go wherever you I want. I see. All right. Um. MJ, let's talk about MJF and the four pillars. MJF is out here for his remitzvah, I believe. Yes. Is that what is is that yes. the correct term for it? Yes. And everyone 
on the roster comes out um, during this remitzvah. Um, Darby Allen seems to be the most over of the three men who come out, in yeah. my opinion. Absolutely. Um, Jungle Boy talks about how they wrestled at Double or Nothing 2020. By the way, hmm? I just realized Jungle Boy always sounds like he has a big chaw of big league chew in his He mouth. does, doesn't he? That's a he great way really to put it. Does. I was trying to put my finger on that. Yeah, he always sounds like <laughs> he's about been, to spit. It's been bothering me for a while, and he sounds like every kid in Little League with their mouth <laughs> filled with big league chew. <laughs> or maybe Red Man. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, Skull. Yeah, exactly. They they each kind of cut their promo on why they deserve to be uh, champion. They all said they will, mm-hmm. they're there for a title shot at the exact same time. I did um, like that. There were parts of this I liked. There were parts of this I didn't like. Um, yeah, same. I didn't like that when it all broke down, Jungle Boy hit MJF from behind like a punk. All three yep. started brawling like children, and MJF went through a cake, and the cameras barely caught it, it, if at all. Totally missed it. Yeah, they caught it from if behind. If there's a cake, they caught it from behind the other side of the ring. Right. So you see MJF fall, and you see the very top of a cake there. But yeah. you don't see him going through the cake, and everyone knows if yeah. you introduce a cake in the first act, it's going right. to come into play in the third. What and the camera should have been they ready. They barely introduced the cake. Like they, they barely, barely even showed the cake. The cake. There was it yeah. was like this was not well. You didn't even need a cake. Television. Yeah, they needed to show. And I'm going to get that very cake sh- right away. <laughs> and uh, you know when MJF was uh, having each uh, lady of Winnipeg kiss him on mm-hmm. the cheek. Uh, that should have been by the cake. Should have seen the cake right and there listen, in the foreground while while each one of them kissed him. If that's the best they could they could provide in Winnipeg, <laughs> I'm gonna be real shallow here. I would I would move from Winnipeg immediately. Oh. Just uh my yeah. thoughts on that yeah. situation. And then let's see. Then we had uh what do you have next here? Oh yeah, let's get QTV out of the way. These assholes sacrificed Wardlow for for Hobbs and immediately tied him to QT Marshall. Yeah. Thus killing any interest anyone has in watching Hobbs at yes. all. And then they have this segment, this garbage segment. I I don't even know where to go. Like this um the power bombshells this weekend basically were like, oh, this could have been really relevant like a decade ago when TMZ was the thing. Yeah, 15 years ago is when it debuted. 15 years ago. And now they're yeah. doing this. They've got a blonde woman for some reason in there. Don't know who she right. is. Um, RJ City's lurking around. <laughs> he, our, this is a good spot for RJ City. The thing is, he would actually... if Now, if RJ City was in QT's position... I'd be more interested in this, but as is, I'm not interested at all. Also, no. now that I've seen Will Hobbs walk out the week, like the week before when he took the title off Wardlow, when mm-hmm. I saw, saw, see him standing next to QT, QT mm-hmm. just standing with Will Hobbs diminishes Will Hobbs because he mm-hmm. is the same height and apparently the same size as Will Hobbs, which makes Hobbs seem lesser than it does make Hobbs seem less impressive yes yes um the whole thing will Hobbs didn't need anyone 
Hobbs no, is more no. impressive by himself. Yes, Hobbs needed no one, and he should have. Yeah, I mean, he's better off on his own. That's the whole story they've been telling about how he has to be on his own. They do the book of Hobbs for weeks, building up a great story for him. Yeah, everybody's behind him, and now he's just ugh. Yeah, it's horrible. I don't know what they're thinking. I I don't have a clue what what Tony Khan's thinking. This is god awful. He is killing great talent after great talent. He killed Wardlow, and now he's killing Hobbs. In fact, later on in this show, I told myself, I'm not watching Hobbs' next match. I'm not interested in it at all. I'm not going to watch it. Then they said Ray Phoenix, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. Yeah, But, man, I don't want to watch it. I, I really yeah. I have no interest in seeing any of these people on my screen but Hobbs, and I want to see him either alone or in a monster tag team, one of the two. I don't want to see him with these with these B-listers. I really don't. C-listers, even. C-listers. Yeah. This is WCW 2.0, it feels like, in so many ways. Yeah. In so many ways. Even the, even the, the Eddie Kingston rule that if you don't release a choke, you lose the fight unless you're John Moxley or literally anybody else on the roster, which happened yeah, right. back-to-back weeks. Back-to-back weeks right. has happened, and it doesn't matter because no, none of it, nothing matters in AEW anymore. Nothing matters. Um, let's see. What us. else? Willow Nightingale's trying to tell us nothing matters. Yeah, yeah that's keep, right. Uh, let's see. Um. Oh. Let's talk about the other wrestler real quick. We can, we can hop back here at any moment because mm-hmm. we're playing fast and loose with with the format this week. Let's talk sure. about how they're trying to kill Ricky Hobbs by matching him up with someone who um, is vegetable lasagna when he's not in Japan and people can actually understand what the hell he's saying. Nobody in <laughs> AW cares at all about Juice Robinson. The Juice no. was only in Japan where they liked his look and didn't know what he was saying. And he in was America, a plucky, he was a different character. He was like a plucky babyface American, tall yeah. with the long dreadlocks, and yeah. he was fun. It's not working and over this here. This guy's just generic. He's a generic Wait, bad was it, guy. Was it the week does... before last? Was it the, the first week of the last two that he debuted attacking him? I can't when, even uh, remember Ricky Star- Ricky, So Ricky Starks comes out. And he does this promo, and the video comes up to, uh, you know distract him and it's the bullet club logo. Right. And I think I, and probably everyone in that arena who pays attention, uh, to that company thought that it was Jay white, which is yeah. the absolute that worst the- way to, to, to have juice yeah. Robinson start an angle is yeah. to make people think, Oh, I thought it was going to be Jay white. It was, this was, that was this week and it was terrible. Yeah. Wait, it was a week before last. Yeah, you're right. You're right. This this week was just kind of talking about it. They went back yeah, over it. Was it. Ricky. Um, and I wrote, might as well be versus QT Marshall. Nobody cares. And yeah. uh, hopefully, it's negative just one and done. Right now and Ricky, can, Ricky just waxes him and moves on. Hopefully. Yeah, I love Ricky. Was Ricky was doing well there for a while? And I think they they figure Ricky got the rub from Chris Jericho. And now uh-huh. we can give Juice the rub off of Ricky, but it doesn't work that way. 
Ricky isn't a finished product yet. He's still in the making. Yeah, he was just right. forged as a star, and he can't. He has to have a better opponent right now than this. And it would be great if Juice was the guy. I would love for him to be as over as he was in New Japan, but he's not. And I'm not interested in seeing what's, him right now with what they're what's presenting. What's too bad is, is I going back to the first thing we talked about. I like that they're doing a four pillar story. That they're doing the four pillar. Yeah, deal. I do. I do yeah. like that. I wish that Ricky Stark had gotten there sooner so he could be one of the four pillars instead of Sammy Guevara because him yeah. in that four-way feud would have made it a lot more interesting. I would have liked, I would have liked, it would be great if Ricky, if Ricky came out and cut that promo and then had a match against Sammy Guevara and the winner is in, is in that four-way with MJF. Yeah. Which I'm sure is what's going to happen is a four way. Yeah, it's not. That's and by the way, to. are you as worried as I am about Darby Allen talking about going out in a blaze of glory? Because this man is setting himself <laughs> on fire, five hundred percent. Yes, yes, like a, like for sure. And yeah, he's so talked, we talked about. I think he's got a show, another show coming. Yeah, it's like a jackass style show. It's more of a and stunt he, show. He's talked extensively about not wanting to be in pro wrestling for very long. Yeah. And if I'm, if I'm, if I'm Darby Allen, I walk away from AEW to do that show. And if fame, if fame grabs me and I become famous, I keep doing that. Yeah. And if it doesn't work out, I come back and make a huge debut a year later in wrestling yeah. to get a couple more million for a couple more years. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But also this is stings last year. Mm-hmm. And that's they've kind of they've announced that, mm -hmm. so we can see the retirements of both Sting and Darby Allen here very soon. But both those men also might burn to death on screen. That's in true. The way Darby's they might just leave it all in the ring, literally. Let's hope to God it would they be kind of poetic if they retired on the pyro, same this night. pyro. What was yeah. that? I yeah. said it would be kind of poetic if they retired on the same night. It would. I wouldn't hate that at all. I wouldn't hate that at all. Um, and I was listening to Darby. Um, I recently got turned on to the Tony Hawk and Jason Ellis podcast, Hawk yeah. and Wolf. Mm -hmm. And, um, I've been really enjoying it. So I listened to an episode with Darby Allen and Jamie Hader on it, which really made me wonder is Darby Allen dating Jamie Hader? Cause I can't think of any other reason for them to be there together. But, um, Darby talks about like the freedom he has that Tony Khan doesn't forbid anything in his contract. He can do what he wants. And that and that's kind of what he was talking about on, on, on air this week, that mm -hmm. Tony Khan allows him to live exactly the life he wants. And no one mm -hmm. else would do that. WWE wouldn't do that. No one else on a major yeah. scale would do not new Japan. No one would allow him to do the things he does. Like he was talking about this, this crazy trick he did with fractured ankles and he had to tape his ankles because he was yeah. doing the skateboard trick from like 10 stories up with fractured ankles. And Tony Khan's just like, could we get somebody else? To, could we get a body double? Right. And it's like that body double would kill themselves. He's like, yeah, I don't want you killing yourself. But either right. way, like Tony watches all the things he does and shits himself the whole time. And yeah, I like that. <laughs> 
I'm glad we get Darby for as long as we have Darby. He's a lot of fun. Me too. It's really ironic to me that like Sting and Darby have really become so associated with each other and Sting has truly become a mentor to him because Sting historically was known for being a very safe and not risky, yeah. you know, wrestler yeah. who didn't have a lot of injuries and really took care of himself. And that's why he's still around in his sixties. And, I, and I heard... now he can do some crazy things, but even the crazy things he does aren't, are, isn't as crazy as, you know, they're not that crazy. They're crazy I mean, they're for a six, crazy for his age. Right. Yeah. They're crazy for his that's age, the thing. but they, they, they're very controlled. I'll put it that way. I heard Darby on the other hand is like the opposite number. There's zero control. Yeah. Um, I'd heard something about Dar potentially that Darby talked Sting into coming out of retirement, and that's why Sting mm. is 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 paired with him because Darby actually talked him into coming in, which I don't even know how that connection would have been really? made. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It, it and it was a sentence that alluded to that, but I didn't. They didn't elaborate on it, and um. And he talked about how Sting's always trying to come up with the next kind of crazy, yeah. crazy thing to do. Although we haven't seen Sting in a while now. So uh, he might have learned his lesson on the last one. What was that? It said he's coming back this Wednesday. Oh, that's is he? I didn't realize. He just announced it. I don't even think I put it in the notes yet. Oh, talk about brand new, brand new information. Yeah. It was just today. I'll look it up on Twitter. So... Two weeks ago, I believe, FTR came out, and they made it yep. sound like all's good. It might have yep. even been longer back then. All's good. Resigned with AW. Everything's great. But now on their on on Twitter, and in the their and in the podcast, they're talking like everything's still up in the air. They've only just made their decision to let fans know soon. Kevin, I'm with Dave Meltzer on this. They need to stop everyone in AEW shitting on AEW and pretending yes. like nobody wants to be there. It needs to stop from MJF. It needs to stop from FTR. In fact, it also needs to stop from Jungle Boy, who I believe it yeah. was, burying the fact that burying Dark, Elevation, and Rampage because none of the real stars like MJF have ever even wrestled there. Yeah, that was stupid. That was just it was not stupid. even just from a perspective of burying all your of shows, stupid. but in making yourself yeah. look bad. Yeah. Because all he's he making to, himself I mean, seem lesser. He's saying I'm I'm sitting there on dark, I'm I'm doing this, I'm putting in all this time. And all he said we've be all like, Yeah, because there. you had to. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't actually, but I think he you know that was a very WWE segment. Uh, with the four, there was a them. lot of WWE last two weeks, and a lot of WCW, mm -hmm. and not good WCW either. Not, not <laughs> NWA WCW. We're yeah. talking the last year of WCW. Yeah, I, I'm really torn about it because the it's like you said. There was a lot I liked and a lot I didn't. Yeah. And and there's, you know, well, with Hobbs, that's 100. You know, it's like I'm really into Hobbs right now, but I hate what they're yeah. doing with him. And yeah. I really like the fact that they're bringing back the four pillars and actually making a story out of that. 
but they're doing it by being all meta and talking about being Jericho's bump guy and, you know, talking about being on Twitter and all that stuff. Yeah. I like that FTR is back and I like that they set up the whole story of the guns and them and paid it off with them coming back. But there seems like they're still making a, a deal about whether FTR signed or not. I just, I, I hate newsletter booking. Yeah. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away, specifically the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There was something else I was looking to see. Um, it's somewhere on one of. I watched two weeks of AEW in the last two days, and somewhere on one of these shows, they made a joke. Someone made a joke about how they 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 root they um here it is on QTV Will Hobbs laughed at how they screwed up how Tony Khan or AEW in general screwed up Wardlow's momentum and buried oh, Wardlow. That's right in MJF yeah 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 they referenced that yeah they referenced the fact that the company effed yeah, up messed up the, the incredible momentum yeah. that wardlow had and then of course they just squashed wardlow again mm-hmm. to do all this nonsense yeah it's, uh, it's so bad it's so bad um all right what do you want to talk about next where are we going uh you're captain in this ship <laughs> Uh, you you said that you had a thought about the women's scene. I do. I have a big thought about the women's scene. Everybody's going to laugh at me. They're going to tell me I'm crazy, which is no different than usual. So I'm here for it. Okay. The This new power trio of Ruby Soho, Tony Storm, Soraya. What is their name? The name of the group. The Outcasts. The Outcasts. Yes, versus the Originals. And they're all former WWE women. Yep. That sounds a lot like another group, the Outsiders. Yeah, a little bit. Sounds a lot like it. Who had a spray and I, gimmick. And I have a feeling. The sp- yep. I have a feeling, and I hope, they're going deeper. Oh. I hope Taya Valkyrie joins them. And I hope they start running roughshod over the entire division because we already saw 
we already saw that Jamie Hader and um and Britt had to get saved by a group of C-listers by who we love, Willow Nightingale, Sky Blue, and Rio, who's not a C-lister. Mm-hmm. That's the best we had until until the return of Chris Statlander and the former the former women's world champion um thunder rosa thunder rosa exactly i would love that storyline i hope it happens and at the same time we've just had number one you have ty valkyrie come in who's former wwe and i can't remember she held the belt though but in wwe everybody holds the belt so i'm sure she was a champion of some sort she was not she was only in nxt uh, oh, I got for you. a bit. I, don't th- I think she was about to move up before they let her go. But well, you also got this a, started, you've also got Athena. You also have Athena, and you want to know who just broke ties with the WWE? The Bellas, the Bella Twins. Yeah, one of whom was mar- is married to Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. So that would that could be a very interesting addition to. Uh, Both we're backstage uh, uh, you know, at Revolution. Also, there you go. So we've got, we have a lot of possibilities there to grow a very big group, just like the NWO got huge, but you have enough talent outstanding right now outside of the organization that could come in, not outside the organization, that's not active at the moment to come Mm -hmm. in and fight back and actually for once in this storyline, win. (laughs) And also, if you wanted to, you've also got, um, you also have uh she's currently a coach um excellent wrestler can't remember her name at the moment because my um, brain's dying yeah, slowly yeah. Uh, you know you can't blank. remember yes. either serena d the woman that we always wanted feuding with thunder rosa yeah serena um serena deeb exactly i kept wanting to say it sounds like Soraya. i know yeah, that's serena- why I, I started to say Soraya. serena deeb chris statlander and thunder rosa is a hell of a little group to bring in uh, that's like a Sting, Luger, throw in whoever, Dean Malenko. Yeah. So I hope they go that yeah, direction. I don't, know. I don't know. I feel like they're going that direction. I don't know. The thing that I like about where they're going with it right now is that mm-hmm. it seems like they're not forcing Soraya to be the center of it. Yeah, like Ruby Soho uh, came right out now, in the middle for seems her like match. Ruby, and it seems like Ruby, because Ruby is... Ruby's I was against her turning heel mm-hmm. uh because I think mm-hmm. she's such a such a like Eddie Kingston vibe and for you just want to root for her. Yeah. But I will say she's the star of that three of that trio right now. She's doing a great she's, job. She's she the best be the talker. Leader. Yeah, she should she, be the leader. She should at least be the spokesperson. Yeah. Um also you'd have a really it would if you did my outsider's angle, the outcast mm-hmm. angle, I think it would be really interesting to see the AW women getting beaten down and trying to bring in Jade Cargill, but mm-hmm. Jade would selfishly stay outside of it for a very, very long time mm-hmm. until maybe the decisive moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, she I think definitely would get wouldn't be brought in it. early. What's that? Yeah. I think, I think people would get behind it. I don't if know. To Jade me, actually, it really I think would Jade, people be, would get behind it if Jade did anything. I think if if anything, if you gave Jade anything to do of meaning mm-hmm. in this company, getting involved in that in any way, people would get excited about it. Yeah, people want Jade to be a star, and they're doing nothing. I don't think there's ever been 
a massive storyline that size in, in, in women's wrestling that I can remember. Um, I'm sure many people at San Antonio, for instance, know a lot more about women's wrestling history than me, but I'd like to see them try something like that. And this feels like if it feels like that's what they're doing and I hope they do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll see. I, I feel like if they do it, they need three. to back off a little bit of trend of being like the spray painting. Like they need to back off the direct. It's a little NWO too similar. References. Yeah. Yes. If they're going to do it, it needs to be its own thing and not a complete ripoff. Yeah. Because they're like, they're right now they're just painting an L and it's inconsistent about where they do it. And also they're not really good at it. They keep getting women's hair right. and they're really bad at it. Yeah. They're getting it in people's eye. This week, last week, they got it in somebody's eyes. I think it was yeah. Willow. It looked like they got it in her eye. They're terrible painters. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. It's like dude. they trained wherever Kenny Omega trained in in bomb building. <laughs> the Acme Just, uh, Acme School. Not of, the best. Uh... <laughs> Probably QT Marshall was running that technical institute. He might have. He does all yeah, the he training. He might have so, been. Yeah. Maybe. You know what? We are somehow 30 minutes in already, and I've not even berated people yet. I've not even lambasted the listeners about subscribing to our Patreon for just $5 a month. The amount of money it takes, that's one cup of coffee basically per month. One cup... You know what? That's a half cup of Starbucks per month is all it takes to support me. Yeah, but I had Starbucks Kevin. today. It was $7. See, there you go. Less than a cup of Starbucks per month keeps me fed, keeps Kevin a roof over Kevin Ely's children's heads. And that's just us. That supports everybody here at Fight Game Media, from from Garrett Gonzalez all the way down to me at the bottom and all the wonderful people in between. (laughs) We've got a ton of shows that you'll get extended versions of. Um, And, of course, all the there's tons of, of exclusive content every month, both shows that just live on our patreon only and of course special shows each month from all the different shows check it out patreon.com slash fight game media um also of course check out our youtube for fight game media watch the power bombshells get their show early every sunday participate in it it's always live it's always a good time um and of course catch clips from all our shows there and of course check out fightgamemedia.com as well all right kevin what are we doing next here? Uh, it's only five dollars. That's right. <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. I think I think a five dollar bill just sprung out of my pocket just now. <laughs> that's right. I blew it out. I blew it out of every listener listening across <laughs> across the world. Uh, we can talk a little bit on because I think we still we'll, we'll hit some other yen. stuff when we come back at the heat index if we do that. You want to talk about Forbidden Door? got announced what date did it get announced for kevin june 25th in toronto canada kicking off wow. a five-week run in, across canada uh through uh mid-july i'm really surprised it wasn't the it wasn't japan but also i'm gonna make an assumption here that it's probably way easier to get international talent in and out of canada than it probably is in america maybe yeah i'm just gonna make an assumption there um it was the best show of last year and we yep. got half the matches we were we that were we were supposed to have 
right now the world is fully open. Nothing's stopping yep. anybody from doing anything um, yeah. until we so get have- our cordyceps invasion. Oh, Lord. Um, so... I'm I have excited a, about this. I have a, uh, my question in the notes is what match is your must see forbidden door match that will ruin the show if they don't do it? Because that's what, oh, how man. we felt last year was last year was classic where we were like, I'm so disappointed in this card. Yeah. How, you know, they're not promoting this at all. We're not getting any of the matches we wanted to see. It's really, I don't have a match right now. It's people. Brian Danielson has to be on this card and he has to be wrestling somebody amazing. He has to be the Zack Sabre. Even though he just just packed his bags and went home. What's that? The Zack Sabre jr. Match maybe that we've been wanting to see for a long time. I would love that. That would be so great. Um, Rumors are Kenny Omega last year against anybody. Rumors are that it'll be Kenny and will too. The rematch from the greatest match possibly of all time. One the match them. where we, we all listen to Dave and most experts talk about the fact that even though that was the greatest match of all time or the second best of all time, they were holding back a lot of moves. They were holding back. Yes. Yeah. For the next match, which could happen on this. Yeah. Listen, it. I'm buying this pay-per-view if I'm dead. If I'm yeah. dead, I'm gonna I'm gonna haunt one of you people listening, right? I'm gonna haunt Kevin Ely for one night only. Just to see this card. I'm so yeah. excited about this card. I'll light a candle. I'm curious. What's that? I'll light a candle for you. I really appreciate that, man. Yeah. So one curiosity for me is the best match of that card last year, of the best card of the year. Was Orange mm-hmm. Cassidy. Yes. <laughs> and I'm wondering, they have to give him another great match this year because of that one, because uh-huh. of what he did with Will Ospreay. They've got to give him a great one. And I'm wondering who it will be. And I will be happy with Yano. I'm fully happy with that would Orange be Cassidy fantastic. Yano. Yeah. Yes. Um, but if they give him another, like an, an 18-star wrestler, I'm happy with that as well. Um, if it's Orange Cassidy Shingo, great. If it's Orange Cassidy Yano, great. I just want him to have a really fun match on this show. I think it was Jeff on the either the Dynamite show or his other show. Uh, our friend Jeff Hawkins suggesting his his main concern was uh, who will be paired with Jeff Jarrett. Like he was like, you've got to have a six man. And here's what I, th- I thought you sh- you could have a six man. I've, yeah. Jarrett lethal and Satnam Singh against Ooh. Ishii against chaos. Uh-huh. Ishii Yano and maybe like Suzuki uh, or orange Cassidy. No, I'm thinking Suzuki. He is chaos. Yeah. So you could have orange That's Cassidy, Yano and Ishii against Satnam Jarrett and uh, lethal. And I think that'd be huge. Japan audiences will love Satnam Singh. They'll love oh, yeah. him. Yeah. He's, oh my God. Yeah. Um, that's if Jarrett's on the show. Of course, not everybody can make this, this show. No. 
Um, I'm assuming there'll be a lot of tag team mixed tag teams again, like last year, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which isn't my favorite, but it's got to get done for wins and losses in both companies. Right. And it kind of be happy. Yeah, that's what new Japan does. So it's kind of fits with, yeah. with that. Um, I really hope Adam Cole can be on that card. Yeah. Cause that was, that was the last time he wrestled it was last yeah. forbidden door. Yeah. He was not doing well that night. He didn't have the best night, no. man. He had a rough night. Not. Oh man. There were a lot of people having trouble in AEW during for that card. Just yeah. during that time. Okay, let's see. Now I'm so that's June or June or July. What'd you say? June twenty fifth. And then they're doing okay. one, two, three three weeks of TV in Canada ending with um, a house show that's part of the Calgary Stampede, which is like Canada's iconic yeah. event. Yeah. Having a house show there in the Saddledome, which is a big arena. And I believe that was the home so, of the original Canadian Stampede pay-per-view in 1997 that was generally regarded as one of the best pay-per-views ever. So I, my proposition is that it's a house show, so you can do anything. Yeah, they should they should make up a match like a Calgary Stampede match and make it be like a five on five, you know, like evoke that classic match from 1997. And have it be like the reformed elite versus Blackpool Combat Club and you know I don't know who, but like you know, like do a big match that you wouldn't put on TV or pay per view yet. No, I love that idea. Also. This is going to be the summer of Paul. Yeah. Summer of Paul Fontaine. <laughs> he was there. He was there last week. He's good. I, I I hope he's going to be at every one of these shows. He has a sit down. He has a talk with his family. They may not see <laughs> me for six weeks. Going on the road. They're going to be like, this is only three weeks of TV. Yeah. He's going to need multiple bird. weeks to recover. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Paul, I hope you're at every one of these, man. All right. <laughs> What's up next, Kevin? Uh, there might be a new AEW television show with adding another hour of television, uh, AEW collision. Yeah. I'm sorry. You, you got that a little wrong. And I understand it's AEW Collison. Everybody knows oh, that. Okay. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Nick, Nick Collison. I'm here for AEW Collison or AEW women, whichever this show is Saturday, six Oh five Eastern. So maybe three Oh five Pacific. Sure. Possibly. Yeah. Um, we don't know if that's there's a, there's a, a lot of different a, possibilities for this, but I like the yeah. idea that it needs to be different and needs to appeal mm-hmm. to a different demographic. And that's one very similar to what we grew up on with six Oh five, just a Saturday show. It's early, really early for most of the country. Yep. Aim it towards younger viewers. Yep. I mean, have it be the best friends combat hour, whatever you want to do. <laughs> That's um, a great name for gonna, the show. The best yeah, it's, friends <laughs> combat hour. I love it. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's going to be very difficult because yeah. if, if we were doing this show and committed oh, to watching everything Tony Khan puts on, yeah. that is two hours for dark, one hour for elevation, yep. So that's yep. three hours. 
Then Wednesday, we're, we have Dynamite. That's two more hours. So we're at five. Then you got the reality show after that. We're going to have the reality show after that, which is another hour. So that's six hours. Then we have Rampage on Fridays, which is one hour. So that's seven hours. Don't forget this show ROH Saturday, on Thursdays. Eight hours. And ROH on Thursdays. Is that a two-hour show two or hours. one-hour show? It's two hours. And I'm three weeks so behind. We're at 10 I paid ten dollars that I could miss three weeks of TV. <clears throat> we're at either nine or ten hours now. Yeah. That's no one is watching all of that. No one. Like Sue is not watching all of that. <laughs> no. And you know, she would watch the best, best friends, friends combat, combat hour. hour. Yeah. She yeah. would watch that. Dedicated. Oh my god, that's how every episode starts is the van pulls right in front of the camera. The door slides open, <laughs> their feet come out, camera goes up, yep. boom, best yep. friend's combat hour. Kiss it, kiss on the cheek from Sue, and then they and kiss on. goodbye, and the curtain opens. Oh, yep. my God. Sign me up right now. <laughs> Sue's would time. You rather, would you rather it be just another hour of meaningless wrestling, or do you think they could do more with it being a, a, a female a female oriented show, AW Women, something like that. If it's if it really is a Saturday afternoon show, early evening show, mm-hmm. I think what they should do is essentially. I think they should basically move elevation to television and okay. produce it more. Do whatever they were doing with, um you know basically do elevation matches but have it be like oh if claudio is not on dynamite this week Mm -hmm. he's going to be on elevation and just do squash matches you know like maybe you know upper mid card squash matches or you know like have like claudio beat one of the workhorsemen or something and do promos and then Mm -hmm. have highlight packages from um dynamite and rampage so have it be a okay. show that it's to the, you know, family at home watching, get the, you know, 12 year old boys, you know, that, that are discovering wrestling for the first time, get the, them into it uh, yeah. and educate them on these are the stars of the show. These are the people that you can get behind, just like the 605 show used to be back in the day of like, oh, that's yep. my guy. And have them cut promos and then do little packages that like, oh, here's something that happened on dynamite. What could it mean? You know, um, and, yeah. do, and then, and then fold it in there. That's what I would do. Um, cause I, I don't, would I don't mind. think they just need to add more, more. I don't think they add more. They need to, you know, do I also would not mind. Um, it just be B horror movies hosted by Dan Housen. Oh, that should be the hour after Rampage. It should. It absolutely should. Listen, have you heard of Svengoolie? No. So Svengoolie is that. He's an he's an a, a a character who's like a horror character who hosts uh-huh. B movies. Svengoolie yeah. hosts B movies on Wii TV every either Friday or Saturday night. I believe Friday night. Why do I know this? Because Sven Gulli trends on Twitter every Friday night during On Patrol <laughs> Live. And one You're... night, we yes. one night, one of our 
one of our precincts on On Patrol uh-huh. Live got called due to a noise disturbance because the people were watching Svenguli too loud. <laughs> and then that led us to cause Svenguli to trend even higher. And then we were trending with Svenguli. Oh, my God. So That's amazing. Danhausen hosting yeah. one of these shows could get yeah. legit traction because not yes. only is he this character, he's mm-hmm. also pretty damn funny on his yeah. own. It would and be it doesn't phenomenal. even have to be B movies. Like they can show the same crap yeah. that they show every night. What, show whatever you're showing. Yeah. Yeah. From what I hear, TNT has movies. Right. You know? Have Dan Housen host. But just have segments with Dan Housen. Yeah, immediately. As soon as Rampage turns off, you need to see Dan Housen's face welcoming you. That's exactly right. To to his show. Oh, my God. And the the whole show intro could simply be his jumbo, his Titantron. Simple as that. Yes. The big swirling head. Yes. Yes. With whatever experiment he's got going. Bring in PCO. Try and make some money. Bring it. Oh my God, Dan Housen and PCO. Just doing every episode. Of, yes, yes, and then just intercut those segments right in with Godzilla versus Kong. Or uh, I'm going to show whatever. you something. Nobody at home will be able to see this. Okay. Um, New Orleans. So I think every part of the country had their own guy like this, but New Orleans had Morgus the Magnificent, and he came on Saturday mornings, mm-hmm. and he had um. We had Count Gray. He had two co-hosts. One was under a hood, and um, his name was Chopsley. But then there was also a um, skeleton head connected to a computer called Eric. And here I have a piece of artwork. I don't know. Oh, I forgot. Um, oh, That's it's right. all blurry. If you just, I think if you cover your face, it'll... Yeah, I can kind of make it out. It's a, It appears to be... Okay. Either but, way. Uh, yeah. Um... There's some Morgus the Magnificent on YouTube in black and white. But um, years later, years later, Morgus actually went, got some notoriety nationwide after Hurricane Katrina when he went on the Coast to Coast AM national radio show with Art Bell and discussed how he had been working for months before Katrina to be to uh, on on technology to turn back hurricanes but in the end it turned out to just be a really great mixed drink um <laughs> yeah That's i don't nice. know I, that, that was a little bit too much of a detour but yeah dan Housen should be hosting shows yeah so that okay should be let's see cool. instead of aew collison a hundred percent they have oh my god they again they have so much talent that they don't just need more shows with squash matches. They already have three shows for that. Um and they should use at least one of those to put on real matches. I know yeah. that sounds crazy. Uh Kevin, where should heard. we go next? I don't know if you've heard, but uh uh Goldberg is a free agent. Oh wow. I really His hope AEW doesn't sign him. Yeah, that's exactly my thought, too. Everyone's like, how would you use Goldberg? And I'm like, I wouldn't. We already have our Goldberg. Her name is Jade Cargill. And something crazy is going to happen around 60 wins, just like with Goldberg, because they're just doing old old shit right now. 
That's kind of true, QT, isn't it? The women's QTB's division is not just, new stuff. Yeah. The women's division is just WCW. <laughs> the whole the thing. Board. The whole yeah. yeah. The whole thing's just different eras of WCW right now. <laughs> All right, let's see. Well, let's um let's see. Do you want to hit your heat index? Sure. Some of it we already hit on, but I really I could just touch on it. I really wanted to make a sh- my own shit list to balance this out, but I didn't get it together in time. But I think y'all are hearing most of it. Yeah, I think we're getting. getting or we're gonna out. get. We're gonna get to most of it throughout this show. Yeah. Okay, we've already talked about QTV. That was my dishonorable mention. No need to. Okay, that. nice. Um, Taya Valkyrie. Do you have any thoughts on her besides what you already talked about? Okay, I was excited to see her. Mm-hmm. I was really disappointed in that I didn't think there was any crowd pop for her. And so her yeah. dance when she came out looked really awkward, considering I don't think anybody knew who she was. Like, her And that's very, a real her, shame. Her, like, her posing sequence, like her WWE yeah. posing. It yeah. looked really awkward since no yeah. one was really cheering. Yeah. Um, when, I mean, she's currently MLW champion. She's Impact champion. Um, again, she was in NXT. Um, it's a shame more people didn't know who she was. Um, also I, I did not realize that Jade took her finishing move from Taya. Yeah. I think that is the worst finishing move in professional wrestling history <laughs> because wow. it is impossible to pull off worse than Sergeant Slaughter's actively helping you. Yeah. Actively wrapping their legs around you. For mm-hmm. instance, if they're out cold, all they have to do is hang like a rag doll you cannot do that move on anyone. Yeah. yeah. And it drives me crazy. Get a better move, Taya. Get a better move, Jade. Yeah. I'll, I don't I even know. do a match. I don't even know if wonder... they could beat Layla Hirsch. I don't think it could be possible. <laughs> I don't think, I don't know. Just That's all I'm saying. But I'm excited she's there. She's a good opponent. Um, I'm hoping they build her up with big wins for a couple weeks. Um, yeah. I enjoy the smile you're giving I me. Just, I just, um, well, I just got it. <laughs> okay. Nice. Okay. Took a second. It's been a while since took, we've seen Layla Hirsch. It took a second. <laughs> but I really hope they build her up a few, a few weeks before we get that match. Cause I think that'll be a good one. I hope so. I, I wasn't super impressed with her squash match that she did on rampage. She seemed a little, Tenor, not at all. Like not very high impact. Like it seemed kind of like a very soft. Uh, the best know, high of Valkyrie soft. match I've ever seen in my life was, um, I believe it was this summer. No, it was before this summer because I was in Louisiana. Uh-huh. And, um, oh, it was over. It was over Mania weekend. It was versus her husband, John Hennigan. And um, it was uh, a dirty dishes match, I believe, in which... <laughs> Their match involved all the dishes and forks and all from their home kitchen, quote unquote. Okay. Hell of a match. I bet. And I believe she won. She defeated John Hennigan. Well, she should. That's fine. Yeah. Exactly. Got no problem with a woman uh, defeating her husband. Yeah. No problem. Okay. Number five. Next, uh, Jeff freaking Jarrett. His He's match, been phenomenal. 
with yeah, he's delightful. And I don't know what it is. I think it's just the fact that he's not there's no threat of him taking over the company and being the top star. Yeah. That is he's just out there having fun and showing people how to do it. Yeah. He's showing people how to be Listen, a professional wrestler. I don't get upset when I hear people weren't wanting to take classes from CM Punk. People better be sitting front row and watching yeah. everything Jeff Jarrett does. Yes. He's so that good. That Orange Cassidy match. Number one, it Jeff Jarrett could be the guy turning his nose up at, at Orange Cassidy and yeah. saying, this guy doesn't know how to work. These guys don't know, blah, blah, blah. This guy can't be a star. But no, he was out there putting his hands in his tights and doing the slow kicks to Orange Cassidy because he knows that's what gets over. Yeah, and he did it so well. The Fargo strut, doing the sharpshooter in, in in Canada. Like, he knows what he's doing. Loved seeing the figure four from him. Um, I don't know. Did you did you listen to the interview that he did with... Uh, on a, with Dave on Wrestling Observer. Not yet, no. He did a he did a really good interview. We might have talked about it already, but one of the things that he said was um like his mission in life at AEW. I mean like what other than making money and keeping a job. Yeah. Uh is like every segment they do or every match that he does, they spend most of their time figuring out how do we make Sotnam look amazing. That's awesome. Like, like, a, like, how do we do something that makes Sotnam? He's like, if you have a guy like that, you don't, you don't just not use him. You've got to come up with something every time. Mm-hmm. And it's always fun. I'm excited because the guys they've taken a long time to debut, like mm-hmm. Hook, yeah, tend to come out looking really good. Yeah, and again, they have some great big men to work. Behind the scenes with Sotnam Singh, again Dustin, Paul White, really great workers, um, and I really hope it pays off. I really hope it pays off because he is one of the most impressive giant looking giants. Yes, I've seen yes. in pro wrestling history, and not doesn't seem clumsy. No, he has a little bit of panache to him, a little style. He does. He looks good. And like you said, not clumsy at all. He's not falling through ropes. He's not tripping over things. Yeah. But I'm going to go ahead and give you. I'm looking at your list right here. Mm-hmm. I I can kind of look at at, at Kevin's yeah. list ahead of time here. I'm taking a look. I want to tell you what would be number one on my list this week. Okay. On my heat index, mm-hmm. number one. All right. Let me find this in my notes real quick. It was the AEW debut of the Shockmaster. What? Live, in person. What? He was ringside. Orange Cassidy gave him a little dab. It was the Shockmaster, my friend. He was wearing furs. He had the Stormtrooper helmet. Um, Taz said there's a Stormtrooper in the crowd. Excalibur had to Excalibur had to co- correct him and say no that is oh, the shockmaster my lord i just looked it up on twitter i did it, i completely missed this oh my god you're right no you're right he's the new number 1 
maybe the greatest moment in AEW history. The Shockmaster was in attendance. Yeah, completely. And Orange Cassidy <laughs> recognized. He acknowledged the Shockmaster. Yeah, he master. acknowledged him. He He's now canon. He is now yes. AEW canon Shockmaster. I love it. I love it. That's I my number one on the heat index wow. for the yeah, rest of right. my you're life. Correct. Shut it down. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. Put on my tombstone. Number one, AW Shockmaster. Yeah. <laughs> Just put it in stone. Yeah. Okay. So Jeff Jarrett. We were both not happy with the signing. No. Because no, there's so wrong. much underutilized current talent. Mm-hmm had no idea how great Jeff Jarrett was going to be in AEW. No idea. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of signings, number four, Kevin. The re-signing of Stu Grayson. You know, I mean, I'm really excited to see him back. I kind of hated that they put it in the graphics leading up to the show that he was back. Mm-hmm. I wish they would have surprised me with Stu Grayson because I would have popped huge. Yeah. Yeah. But I knew it was coming, but I didn't know if they'd re signed him or not at that mm-hmm. point. But I knew he was going to be mm-hmm. there. And I'm kind of disappointed in that I, I'm happy. I'm really happy that he's back. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see him in Impact. I didn't see him in MLW. I didn't see him in NW. I didn't see him anywhere else while he was gone. And I'm wondering if he really tried to go anywhere else or if he just took a little break and then re-signed with AEW. Yeah. Well, because yeah, we don't if know. he was a free I, like, agent it, Was it a money long, thing where he was like, I'm going to not take your offer, and then after a while he was like, well, I better take the offer, or if they... Yeah, I'm thinking it might have been that it, because I'm guessing nobody yeah, else hit that thing? price. Yeah. But he wasn't in GCW, I don't believe. I would have heard about it. Um, yeah. Which, yeah, by the I way, I wasn't exactly tracking him, but you know, I, um, yeah, I never saw him pop up anywhere. Two, um, let me see here. Two G, two, two longtime GCW talents showed up in a AEW this week, I believe. On, on, uh, was it this week or was it last week? Let me take a look here. It was last week. It was the acclaim took on Starboy Charlie and Jack Cartwheel. And we've had a man at ringside for weeks now with yes. signs said they've said sign Starboy Charlie. Yes. And Starboy Charlie got less offense than any man in AW history. <laughs> and he Where was, was he also on? dressed like um a hayseed for some reason. Where was he on? He was on, was Ra- on... he was on Dynamite. He Big claim okay. took on Jack Cartwheel and Starboy Charlie oh. last week. Yeah, my gosh, I'm gonna and um blur. Starboy Charlie did not look like Starboy Charlie, but also it gave you an idea of why AEW hasn't signed Starboy Charlie <laughs> because the acclaimed aren't the biggest men in the world, and yeah. they made Starboy Charlie look like the smallest man in the world. Yeah, I mean minuscule. <laughs> That's why I love right, the long-term course. storytelling though. Yeah, absolutely. You, people are complaining about them not promoting Vikingo for next week. We They built up Starboy Charlie for weeks. That's, that's exactly right. Oh man. Yeah. We got to talk about Vikingo. Yeah. We'll this is all over. 
Okay, so Stu uh, Grayson was number four. Who's yeah. number three? Oh, no. I do hope this revitalizes the Dark Order, and I would really love the Dark Order to get into a rebuilding phase. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've had all this time without, like, a lead to the Dark Order. Yeah. Get, give me any single member of the Dark Order wearing a cloak and being spooky and rebuilding the Dark Order. Give me John Silver trying to be spooky. I'll take it and just have them try and rebuild. Make it a Danhausen and uh, make all four of them characters do all the BTE stuff on uh, their uh, late night movie show. That's not a bad idea. I would love Danhausen as leader of the Dark Order with uh, John Silver, Reynolds, Uno, Stu. Oh my God! And you could have them doing. You could have them. <laughs> I love Just the PCO with John Silver. Yeah. Good lord. You gotta have man. PCO. You've got to. And how the about other, who's the, the dude that always does the videos with PCO? The Dark Order tries to conjure a new leader through uh-huh. spiritual means. And there's uh-huh. like a throne. And while they're doing their 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 prayers, their seance, whatever they're doing, uh-huh. Dan Housen just wanders in with a bag of popcorn. And sits on the throne, yeah. Yeah, and they believe they have conjured their new leader, and it is Danhausen. <laughs> and he just goes with it. Okay, yeah. he just goes with it. Fine, and tells them to get him monies. Yes, yes. <laughs> but unfortunately, monies the Dark Order tea. has no monies. That's a real shame. So it's yeah. an ongoing tension. <laughs> I thought you were going to bring me monies. Oh my God! You could hit him with papers. They make him like designed like. Design new shirts oh. to sell in pro wrestling tees, and he's yeah. It would, it would just throw some teeth every week. into it, and you're good to go. Yeah, I love this. Okay, I like where this is going, and of course, recruit yeah. PCO. Um, yep, number three, the uh, the new evil Blackpool Combat Club, evil as can be. Apparently, so. I'm but liking that they're going full heel, but like, who are the faces outside of Adam Cole? Yeah, Adam Page, you mean? We're gonna get we're gonna get Cole as a face here soon, I believe. Yeah, but I believe next week. No, this week. That's this week. This week's the debut of the new show, correct? Of the uh, yeah, this coming week is yeah. The, so uh, this is Adam, Adam Cole's Cole. first match yeah. and the reality show. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. So, I don't know if I don't know if they'll pair him off with them yet because they seem to be doing. This, I don't necessarily uh, think they are. I'm con- just saying, like, yeah, we got no heel. We got no faces, man. Well, that's what's weird is they seem to be pairing him off with the elite. They're hinting at that, but like that doesn't quite match up. Like who you know who do the young bucks fight? Yeah, there's not a tag team in Blackpool Combat Club, and um, no. like they'd be cool if they recruited a tag team. I'd like that. Um, yeah. They're down but a man know, right now. They're down so, two men. Well, like I said, I'm yeah. Danielson's not with him, and he's total face now. Um, yep. he never seems to be on the same page. And then I, like I said, I've I paid for ROH TV. I watched the first episode and I missed the last three because I just can't keep up. Yeah, I don't know. Is Claudio or uh, I should ask if Claudio and Yuda are they playing heels on ROH TV? That's a good question. I've not paid for it yet. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. I want to, 
but again, I don't have time. Yeah. But it's... I just wrapped up my new favorite TV show. There's one episode left in it. I'll hopefully I'll have time very soon. What show is that? Shrinking on Apple TV. Oh, it is. Okay. I'll have to check that. Fantastic. I'll um, add to the list of other shows you told me I have to watch and I haven't gotten to yet. Yeah, you're never watching any <laughs> of my shows. I only have killer picks. I know I you do. You do. Hey, I did. I did get turned on to uh, For All Mankind. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's so good. And listen, Apple TV. I think not to change, not to get too far off into the weeds here. Like, it may have the highest. If we're giving star ratings to shows, it may have the highest average star ratings. Now, I haven't watched all for, the shows. Some of them like I'm pound like, for pound, pound for pound, maybe the best shows on TV. Tons I haven't seen, like yeah. the Jennifer Aniston morning show thing I've never watched. It was okay. But of the ones I've watched, most have been five star and with one four star. Mm. One four star or maybe three and three quarters, which was foundation. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And it ended up being very good. It's very good, but it's not to level the others. But I'll say this. So Jason Siegel, Harrison Ford are the two main stars. Um, it's about a bunch of psychiatrists. And, or psychologists, and like I love Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. Ted Lasso makes me smile like a fool, but shrinking, I belly laugh at. Once or twice an episode, there's full on belly laughs. Check it out if you want a good, uh, good comedy with heart and uh, some good characters. Good. Back to Blackpool Combat Club. <laughs> there's some real assholes and some little shits. I love that Yuda is just the little prick of the group. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's really great. And you put little shit into yeah. the notes here. I love. I yeah. love. Um, I just want them. I don't know. I want them to fight. I want them to fight the uh, the House of Black. It's just, I like you said, the matchup seems a little uneven right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, although we've got Don Callis back recruiting. uh Takeshita again. Right. Maybe they'll end up getting Takeshita the airport. the elite. What's he that? Really, they really should have had him in that um, airport skit where he met him at the airport to show him uh-huh. how he would be received as one of his protégés. He really should have oh, had a yeah. Cinnabon. He should have had a Cinnabon ready to go. It should have been huge. Yeah. Giant Cinnabon. It should have been huge. Yeah. He would have signed on the dotted line right away. Yeah, they could have... <laughs> I mean, Tony Khan loves this brand synergy thing. He loves, he loves doing these crossovers with brands like Cinnabon is on board with Takeshita. They need to formalize yeah. this. I mean, we got a whole new belt out of Shazam Fury of the Gods. <laughs> For, I'm what sorry. Does that even mean we, we upscaled, we got an upscaling yeah, up. of the belt from all Atlantic, which focused entirely on the Atlantic ocean, specifically yes. Japan. Right. And, <laughs> <laughs> and now it's full international it's the whole world well, totally international right because it changed hands once internationally and they were in that exotic international locale winnipeg yes <laughs> oh my god i like the name much better though than all I do Atlantic. Too. i do too it is an improvement yeah for sure okay um, yeah, I, I don't know what they're, what they're doing in ROH though. I really wish I could speak to it and I really want to do an ROH exclusive show. 
There's no chance it's happening. Oh my lord! Yeah, I no know. chance. We're barely, we're barely getting this one done at this Good point. Good lord! So. <laughs> That's right. This is a, this is a biweekly show now. Um, I was going right. to do a solo show last weekend, and I was fully prepared for it, but um, things happen as things do in my life, and I was not able to do that. So I really do apologize for that. Anybody who was who missed. To the two of you who who really, truly missed the boom last week. Yeah. But they got the All power right. bombshells, so that's, you know. There you go. Anytime. That's an upgrade. For sure. That's a, that's yeah. a level up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Number two. Judaism. Judaism on professional wrestling on full display. I loved it. Judaism is back on TBS. I, I do have to say, when they said they were going to do a rebar mitzvah, I was pretty sure he was going to go all the way with it. And I was a little uncomfortable with someone healing Judaism because uh-huh. typically when people start to heal Jews, it doesn't turn out well. It can go, it can go south. And it it has can go south occasion. pretty quick. So I didn't In love the, the idea of enticing people to boo Judaism. <laughs> but, but they did a good job. He did a great job. He did I loved, do a good job. I, I loved uh, just the the hat. I loved the the sunglasses covering the god awful eyes that he's got right now. Oh my god, the redness in the eye. I'm concerned. I hope he doesn't get Sammy. a. Yeah, I hope that that goes away well and it doesn't become a Chris Daniels situation where it's just permanently. Yeah. You know, blood soaked or whatever. Oof. By the way, uh, they had man. him dressed like. Let me see how to put this. They had him dressed like he was in 1964 about to play 18 holes against Rodney Dangerfield. That's the outfit <laughs> that man had on. Yeah. Yeah. It was fantastic. It was good. The hat was great. The 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 suit, the the ladies such as I mean they were fine. Uh Yep. And um Unfortunately, the cake. But then, when they, when he, when he just full on went all the way, and the guys came down with the chair, um, yeah, and uh, uh, and and he he invoked the Hebrew name of God, and they lifted him up in the chair and danced around it. I mean, it was, it was fantastic, and the people loved it. That's what I like. The people did they, love it. They marked out for the it. people. The people loved it, and they still booed him after it, which is great. Like that's that's you where did. he needs to be. You know, I think at this point they trust they trust MJF to get booze when he wants to get booze yeah. and to get cheers when he wants to get cheers. And I think that's why they trusted this sensitive topic. Yeah. They trusted it in his hands. Yeah. Yeah. I think he so. He got I the think... cheers when he needed to. When he when right. he should have. Right. He because he, he he portrayed it in a way that you weren't booing that part of it. Yeah. You know? And, and it was okay to have, like it gave people permission to have fun with that part of it. And then, still, <clears throat> you know, still him be the bad guy. Yeah. Now I will like the, you know, this whole segment we, we touched on the beginning. I, the, the, the brawl with the cake and all that, like number one, if you're going to do a cake, like we talked about it, you got to have it planned out and you know, you get the shot. 
Number yeah. two, do you remember, I think it was 2014, because it was right before Punk left WWE. I guarantee you I do not remember this. Okay. But let's see. There was a let's segment see. on there was a segment on Raw. And Did I might try to look it. it up and maybe I'll post it. But there was a Okay. There was a segment on Raw where they had I wanna say it was all of the previous world champions who were still active in WWE in the ring at one time. Mm-hmm. And I think I think it might have been like Cena and Orton. I think I remember when this. they were going to like unify a mat, unify the belts mm-hmm. or something. And they yeah. had all the former champions in the ring at one time. And they did a promo and, and like punk was there, Hunter Jericho, I think, um, you know, obviously Cena and Orton, uh, you know, just a big show. Like, I don't remember who all was there. Yeah. And, and there was like a sequence of events where somebody bumped into somebody and it set off a chain reaction of this guy bumped into that guy. That guy took exception to it. So he bumped that guy dodged to hit the third person. The third person did this. Then that person bumped into punk punk lost his mind. Did it, And it turned into a thing where everybody was taken on everybody. And it was a wild brawl, but yeah, everything do, had a sequence of events this, Kevin. where you, where you saw it. Everything happened happen was according to the character that that person was in the ring. CM Punk was being CM Punk. He wasn't just an extra. And that's what I didn't like about this pillars thing was, you know, MJF walks off, he bumps jungle boy, jungle Mm -hmm. boy takes him out from behind, which is a sucker move for jungle boy. Yeah. And then like Sammy just attacks jungle boy for no reason. Yeah. No reason. And it's like, what should have happened was title. Yeah. What should have happened was like, uh, you know, like MJF bumps Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy stops him from leaving, mm-hmm. turns around, gets in his face. Sammy goes to attack Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy drops. Sam- Sammy hits MJF by mistake. Mm-hmm. MJF goes, you know, like it needs to have like or a Sammy of attacks cause and MJF effect. from behind, and right. Jungle Boy tries to stop him, leading to a brawl between them. Right. Like everything. There's so many ways needs to, to have do a it cause correctly. and effect, but instead it was just like, okay, now brawl. Yeah. And it was kind of lame, but and which we also had that at the end of, uh, I believe, the end of Dynamite, where you had the the three trios brawling, right? And then they like brawl out on the ramp, and then we have two trios from earlier in Blackpool Combat Club and right. the Elite brawl to the ring, just randomly. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you the have order, five right. trios as if they had been brawling the entire night, right? The whole night, amazing yeah. cardio, gotta say. In Blackpool right. <laughs> Combat Club, and I didn't. Yeah. I I know what. I mean, clearly they set up a cool moment. There had to have been a better way to set up that cool moment than yeah. that. It yeah. looks that was so sloppy. It looks so stupid to me. Right. It was dumb. Yeah. It was a really contrived way to get Hangman out there and get. But um, yeah, was a very big moment. It was, and they almost missed it. They almost missed it. Because even I watched on the. They kind of did miss it. Yeah, I watched on YouTube just to see if they stayed on, and they didn't. Uh, oh, really? They didn't, ex- they didn't have an extended version on YouTube, which. So it I was really Twitter where everyone saw it, from fan cams. Yeah, because wow. the TV show ended with him just barely starting to turn around. Yeah, you know, and I mean, you know, so 
let's go to number yeah. one and let's uh, see what we're talking about next. Yeah. So number one is the complete elite, which appears to be where they're going finally. Right. And so basically everyone was going to, everyone was attacking hangman page. Right. Blackpool combat club had him dead to rights, but then yep. they started backing up and what House hangman page, left. if you didn't see this, what? Yeah. Yeah. What hangman page didn't realize is Kenny and the elite were behind him, backing him up, ready to take on Blackpool combat club for their friend, which and Kenny starts to turn cool. and yep. they cut and yep. no one sees the big reveal, which right. we were clearly supposed to see. Yeah. Um, to end the show. Yeah. The only people who saw it were those on Twitter who saw the videos from fans. Right. Right. In one show, they missed the cake and they missed this. Yep. This is terrible. Which is ironic because, uh, they made a video of the cake to show later in the show and made time to show a replay of the cake so that they yeah. could show him going into it. So ironically, they took time out. <laughs> And if they hadn't done that, maybe they wouldn't have run over. They, yeah, they missed the bigger shot because of that. Good Lord, man. Good yeah, Lord. it's rough. Live TV's, live TV's hard. But I don't know. I was thinking about this because, you know, I think everybody knows. We're not a WWE show, but everybody acknowledges, the, like, the hottest story in wrestling right now is this bloodline thing leading into WrestleMania with Sami Zayn and Kevin yeah. Owens reuniting. And coincidentally, this week, you had the Elite somewhat reunite with Hangman Page, which would be their version of that. And yeah. Sammy and KO hugged it out and reunited on SmackDown this week. Right. And just my perspective, I thought... Two very big incidents. Two very big one... incidents. And But when I saw that Sammy and KO reunion on SmackDown, how people reacted to that and how they booked it mm-hmm. and how they played it on television... I thought they should not reunite Hangman and the Elite right now. No, it's not. They're not because, there yet because all it will do because it will not have that same energy. And I, 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 they, they just haven't earned it yet. So delay it a little longer. Another thing was I looked up. Um, someone pointed out that the Hangman uh, Elite, the that the that segment on YouTube has uh, as of today, which would be. What five days after? Yeah, it has six hundred seventy-nine thousand views on YouTube, which is huge for the AEW YouTube channel. That's yeah, probably it's very big. Four or five times what their what their good videos usually do. Yeah, that are that are not like CM Punk either arriving or uh, yeah, like they have things that have broken into the millions, yeah. but it's incredibly right. rare. But it's this a is major, up there. Major this thing. is in that class for them, so that's huge. And it doesn't even have the full event. Right, it's just the it end. Doesn't of the show. even have the important seconds. Right, it's just the end of the episode. So that that shows well, that there is a lot that is the most that is the the thing that the AEW audience is the most interested in. Yes, but when I compared it to the Sammy KO clip from SmackDown, which would have been two days later, so it's got mm-hmm. two days, a little over half as much time. It's got nearly double the views, one point two million, yeah. which actually is closer than I thought it would be. And then there's a second right. video where they summarize the whole ep- the whole storyline that has 644,000 views. So like well, that, to that me, just gave me a perspective of like the world we're operating in right now where like there's clearly a company that's hot, the story is really hot. And WWE is though, telling yeah, one of their most complete 
best stories in Probably decades. since Savage and Hogan. Yeah. Literally 20, 30 years. Yeah. And they're focusing on it. It is yes. the focus of the show. Yeah. AEW does not have a focus to the show. And they have not had a focus to the show in a very long time that I can think of. Yeah. Tell them, pup it up. That's right. Like, what What would you say the focus of this week's show was? Did it have a focus I mean, I, at all? If I, if I had to pick something, it would probably be... Like, maybe it know. would be this, but it would be very Just poorly sh- done. Yeah, I, I, I think the intent was it was building to the Blackpool Combat Club and the Elite. Yeah. Be, being the the story. Yeah. But, but they, they got they to it things, so late. They do things so subtly. Yeah. And, and WWE's not being subtle. This is their big angle, so they're not being subtle about it. Tony yeah. Khan, I've been, okay. I was a Survivor super fan for over 20 years. I quit watching three seasons ago, but people told me that in my everyday life, I would operate like I was playing survivor when I didn't need to, I could just say, Hey, would you do such and such for me? But instead I would like strategize it and all this. And that's what they're doing here. They're playing it way too coy with all their storylines when maybe they just need to have two people, two groups that hate each other face off yeah and i get the idea it's cool that they they do long-term storytelling but they do long-term storytelling as their only storytelling you know what i mean right they don't do just regular storytelling anymore at all for the most part and it's not sustained storytelling they're no they'll break it off for months at a time right and then bring it back and they drop it and they bring it back and they drop it and they bring it back and then they expect you to remember it. Exactly. And they don't remind you. They don't remind you what, what, what happened 18 months ago on right. 18 months ago on Rampage. Right. Like you watch you watch the SmackDown and the episode is about Sami Zayn confronting Jay Uso, who has been the dynamic for eight months. Yeah. And Jay has betrayed him and has having to like earn his keep back in the bloodline. And Sammy is going out a man alone to face mm-hmm. him. And the situation becomes, he gets beat down. Who's there to save him? The guy who's been putting him off and holding him at arm's length forever it's Kevin Owens that they set it up earlier in the show by Sammy Zane's saying, Hey, I want you to know, even if you never team with me again, even whenever you trust me again, I consider you a brother and I love you. And KO drives yeah. away. They completely set up the whole show to tell that story. And only that story. Yeah. This thing with Kenny, there was no reason for Kenny to be at the end of that show. They had to come no. up with an arbitrary, imaginary two-hour brawl. A ridiculous that piece would of spill in, Right, to spill in there just so that the Dark Order could disappear and the House of Black could disappear and the JAS could disappear mm-hmm. so that Black Cove Combat Club could show up for what reason? Just because Hangman's out there? Like, I yeah. don't get it. Uh, 
I don't know. It, you know, AW used to be just great wrestling. We could count the number of DQs on one hand. We could count the number of time limit draws on one hand. But now every match ends with massive cheating. Um, people choke choke people out and don't get DQ'd, even though Eddie Kingston gets DQ'd when he chokes people out and doesn't release it. Every match is a Texas death match. Every match is just a death match in general. Um, AW isn't what it used to be. It's not what everyone signed up for initially, and it's really frustrating. Again, it used to be simple storylines that mattered, yeah. and now it's all very convoluted. Now, all of a sudden, for Will Hobbs to get over, he has to have a TMZ segment every week. Oh my, right. That's insane. Right. Yeah. That's insane, and it's sloppy storytelling. And the thing is, as we know, generally speaking, in wrestling history, bookers get stale after a few years. Yep. And Tony Khan has been solely booking this promotion for four years now, and this is what we're seeing he needs to hand the reins over to someone else. Yep. Don Callis, Kenny Omega. I don't yep. care if it's Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette would do an awesome job right now, even though he is a raging asshole. Right. <laughs> he would do a great job of booking this promotion. Like, literally, that he has too many jobs to do this continually without it turning into the ridiculous whatever it is right now. And again... This is me being an angry old man saying, you know what grinds my gears, but it right. is grinding my gears. It's grinding yeah. the shit out of my gears. My gears are growing thin, Kevin. <laughs> well, not to even like belabor the comparison to the WWE show, but if you, yeah, from what we know about who's working on that story, it's essentially Paul Heyman's only project. Yeah. You know, like, like, Triple H is head of creative for the entire show, all the shows, mm -hmm. including NXT. He's got a guy working on NXT. He's got a guy working on live events. And, you know, he's he's got producers and stuff who are coming up with ideas and bringing him things. But their A story, I guarantee you, the number one driver of that story is Paul Heyman. Yeah. And one of the best creative minds in wrestling history. Even if it's history. not like, yeah. And even if and it's that's all he's not doing. like... Right. That yes, that's the key to me is even if it's not like, oh, here, Tony, you need to hire a booker so that you can rest is you need to hire a storyteller to tell your a story. And then you can worry yeah. about all the rest of the show and your ideas and your Vikingo matches and all that stuff. But yeah. like, you know, like you, you don't need someone to necessarily do everything. You just need someone to keep your main story to make sure every week advances your a you know, whatever yes. your top thing is for that week. Yes. Um, who knows? Maybe AEW Collison is just going to be <laughs> recaps of everything that's happened the last 18 months <clears throat> leading up to this week's stories. Yeah, yeah maybe. Oh, okay. Let's see. Um, let's look ahead to this Wednesday. It is a pretty stacked show. We've got the former the former interim champion Tony Storm mm -hmm. versus Sky Blue. Yep. Um, you want to take the next one? 
John Moxley is going to wreck Stu Grayson probably and make him bleed a lot. That, yeah, that you know what? Be a really fun match. You know what? Let me let me let me start over. Okay. Tony Storm is going to wreck Sky Blue. Yep. John Moxley is going to wreck Stu Grayson. Yep. Um, we're going to have the Guns versus Top Flight. The Guns are going to cheat and they're going to win. I hope that that's a good match. I'm I'm rooting for that match. We are we have Hook versus Stokely Hathaway. No DQ. Meaning every person Stokely has ever employed is going to attack Hook with yep. guns. <laughs> um, and then we're going to have two interesting match. Well, no, two interesting matches. Kenny Omega in his dream match, which was supposed to happen in 2021, versus yep. and I'm going to say this as country as possible, El Hijo del Vikingo, del Vikingo. <laughs> um, yes. That's going to be really fun. Um, it's not going to bring in any a single new viewer, uh, unless maybe some triple maybe some. A marks. What's that? <clears throat> I think the chatter, it might get a little bit. I think it might bring it might legitimately bring in a lot of Hispanic viewers that haven't been watching potentially, that would which would cool. be really yeah. good. And then. Orange Cassidy, Darby Allen, and Sting, which is a hell of a trio, versus Kip Sabian, Butcher, and the Blade. And I'm looking forward to this one. I, I'm, I think this, could, this is going to be a good match. Yeah, I like that trio of Kip, Butcher, and Blade. Yeah. Um, Kip has been an interesting guy to me recently. I've really liked him. And I've liked the Butcher and the Blade forever, and I never thought they would be the... Um, the pushovers they've been their entire time in AEW. Um, and I keep hoping upon hope they'll get a good run at some point, but they never, ever will. No, no. And then rampage will have matches. We, we think we don't know. Theoretically, theoretically Theoretically speaking. And you've got a pretty good should have been on dynamite here. Yeah, there was a really fun Emmy Sakura match against someone named Zoe Sager, who uh, was just adorable on uh dark elevation it was just okay. a super fun emmy emmy sacker match um that anyone who loves wrestling should watch and that was on monday tuesday on, this week that was today yeah the today monday, monday's dark elevation it's kind of that's a, right this is know. monday i'm sorry yeah this is monday there has been no tuesday matches yet all right i'm gonna check that out tonight there's there's a lot of stuff we we didn't weren't able to get to there's only so much you know yeah, I, and, and I know you're you're thinking, why didn't you start off talking about the Bollywood Boys? We only have so much time, ladies <sighs> That's and gentlemen. True. Shout out to the Bollywood Boys, though. I love. Shout out to the Bollywood Boys. Love those guys. Oh man, Hobbs versus Ray Phoenix. What do you think of it, real quick? It's okay. It's fine. It, it was the Phoenix that I don't like, where he's just all over the place and and makes people stand there and look like goofs while he bounces around. Daniel Garcia, Brody King. That was fun. I didn't like Brody losing, but I, I did, but it was I'm, a big I'm, surprise that Brody lost. And yeah, I like me. Garcia getting a big win, though. Yeah, there is that. I don't think All right. beat Brody, though. For me, we're running late here. For me, from Kevin, from everybody here at Fight Game Media, have a great week, everybody. Hope to see you again next Tuesday. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, 
Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.